0: Hello everybody, welcome to A Court of Books and Booze, our basement book club, where together we are going to summarize the current book that we've all been separately reading and dive into a discussion on all the questions and hypotheses that have played us through our journey. Each episode will be about a new book that we have completed. It may just be one book in a series or a standalone book. I know Amanda's got some already picked out. I am Skylar, also known as the Skywalker. That's right, shake your head at me. I am joined by my fantastic wife, Jessica Golden. Hello. And our very best friend, Amanda.
1: Amanda Golden, thank
2: you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How's it going, guys?
2: Wonderful. This
0: is where podcasting gets a little weird. I just want you to know that because we are recording this right after recording episode one. Because as previously stated, we did finish Crown of Midnight prior to actually setting up the whole podcast thing. By
2: the way, this episode's about Crown of Midnight. Oh, yeah. Book two in the Throne of Glass <laughs> series by Sarah J. Moss. Thank you for that intro, Jessica. That was very good. You're so welcome.
1: <laughs>
0: Um, so, so we've
2: read this book.
0: We have read this book. It does. It just gets a little weird because it's like, I want to ask, like, Hey, how was your guys' week? But it doesn't work that way now. So my week is the same as
2: it was in episode one. Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> my,
0: mine's varied a little bit
2: in the last little bit.
0: You'll, you'll catch it with uh golden image podcast and Murder Nerds because we record or and even two because we record multiple episodes at a time, yeah. So like the first, the first episode that we record of the day is always like, "Hey, how you guys been?" And the second one's like, "I already know how you are, so just <laughs> go away."
1: I was talking about how I was jamming out to Kim Possible earlier today. I didn't talk about that in episode one. That you did not, dude. Yeah, man, can't pass that up. The bop, man, I just—it's so good. It's like those one of those soundtracks where you know. As a child, you're like, man, they just went really hard, and it's so good. I feel the same thing about the Goofy movie. Same way, because that soundtrack is just so good. Tarzan, another one. Oh my gosh, Phil Collins goes
2: so hard, and he didn't have to, but he did for us. Yeah, I appreciate the heck out of him. <laughs> I love Tarzan.
0: <laughs> so yeah,
2: that's what I did today.
0: That sounds like a sounds like a good time. We're constantly listening to the Tarzan soundtrack in this house. So. Yeah,
2: we we've so got good. a Disney Pandora station and that we frequent a lot. Yeah. So, we're jamming out to that quite a lot. No shame. No shame at Unless all.
1: Plus you got kids, so it's okay.
2: Oh, yeah. So Even if you didn't like have it kids, too. it'd be yeah. okay. That's for the kids. Yeah. Uh, wink, wink.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean you know, like I said, we just we just finished recording episode one on uh, "Throwing a Glass," so obviously you guys need to go check out that episode before you listen to this one. Um, I'm
1: excited to be doing this one because we've been holding off on reading book three, and it has been a minute after all of us had been like
2: binging these yeah. books like, we're
1: talking a book done in maybe maybe five a days, days. Yeah. yeah it was a lot but and now we've been on a, a pause for what a couple like two
2: weeks now has it really been that long
1: yeah something like that wow. just because we wanted everything to be fresh for this episode and make sure we weren't giving out any spoilers yep any spoilers from upcoming books so yeah, I'm excited to do this and then finally start reading book three because I am excited. Mm-hmm. Amanda's
0: going to go home tonight and just instantly pull out that book and start reading it.
1: You know what? You sleep when you're dead. All you right? think we're exactly. not? It's all right. It's all right. I literally... I, it's on my bookshelf right now. I'm so excited. So,
0: yeah. Are we well, ready to So, speaking of bookshelves, I do want to point out that we will... Um, once I get kind of the technical difficulties figured out, we will be posting our episodes to YouTube. Um, and I came up with this fun little idea. And last week that every book that me and Jess read, I want to go and buy the hard copy of and just throw it up behind the girls on the video. That way, you know, we have the visual of everything too. So, We don't have video recording right now because, obviously, technical difficulties kind of cause that. But Throne of Glass is officially up where the bookshelf will be.
2: Q, glancing at a bookshelf that you guys can't see. (laughs) Right.
0: But so just keep in mind that YouTube will be worked out sometime within... Episode three or four. Hopefully. So... Exciting. Wonderful! I've got the I've got all the cameras set up and everything, and <laughs> for some reason, uh, Streamlabs just decided to kick one out. So we, it's all good. It's all Jeremy, good.
1: Jeremy, you up? We got problems.
0: <laughs> as As of right now, I believe he is still up. <laughs> <laughs> he is definitely not the Streamlabs expert. That it would be the Chico noise. Who's that? What? Just kidding. Everybody knows Chico. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: he has a lovely podcast with Vanilla Thunder.
1: That one I have not heard. Oh, you yeah, haven't heard uh, Vanilla
0: Thunder? No. Do yeah. you know the reference at least?
1: It's not. I think oh, you to me wouldn't. Right you're,
0: you're a Friends fan. Yeah, you're right. I wouldn't know. <laughs> Vanilla Thunder is. Hi, Marshall, Marshall Erickson's. I nickname. know the character
1: Marshall. Yeah. yeah, I just don't know much of the show, so yeah, you're right.
0: So the emperor, and I'm
1: okay with that. <laughs>
0: you're missing out,
1: girl. But no, I've never heard him be called that. So
0: it happens a lot in Indiana Chiefs fans. Which I'm, as a Bears fan, I'm not sure you're like dying say, to listen to.
1: I haven't listened to an episode as of right now. <laughs> But that could change.
0: They they do a fantastic job of breaking down just the Chiefs as a whole.
1: So, you know, again, listening to the call, guys, this is the same episode I mentioned in episode one, but Colton was talking about, because Colton is also a Bears fan, and uh, he said that he's been listening to Indiana Chiefs fans, and he's like, I'm not a Chiefs fan, but he said that he loves the banter back and forth. So maybe I'll give it a shot, because, you know, he says it's, it's a lot of good football talk, so who knows
0: i I always root for the chiefs unless they're playing <laughs> the yeah, Seahawks yeah, yeah uh yeah,, whew, talk about a rough start to a season <laughs> um so yeah, Indian chiefs fans, go check them out' they are they are fun to listen to, and they do a fantastic job of breaking down stats and making awful predictions for the year.
1: I love that, I love that,
0: so uh this week, guys, we are covering Crown of Midnight, which is book two in the Throne of Glass series. I'm super super excited to talk about this book. <laughs> I wish you guys could see my the dumb smile on my face, but yeah it's there, it's there, uh, just a reminder. We will um, give you guys a quick synopsis of the book. And then we will open up our discussion for theories, hypotheses.
2: Thoughts, grievances, etc. Exactly.
0: And then we will uh, rate the book. So I think Jess has our synopsis for this week yet again. And uh, we will not burden her with this every week. It's all good. Maybe we will. (laughs) It was a
2: slow week at work. (laughs) Gosh, it was. Uh, Okay, so while Throne of Glass, book one, uh, followed a pretty straightforward plot, there is nothing straightforward about Crown of Midnight, and you can never be sure really what's going on. The complexity of this plot is really why it was just super hard not to get just sucked right into the story. So, Selena survived a year um, as a slave in the prison camp in Dovier, battled criminals and monsters in the last book, and finally won the title of King's Champion. Now, she will be working as the royal assassin to Adderland's evil king, a questionable king, um, for four years to win her freedom. It's been two months since the final competition, and Selena has been busy with her new role as the king's assassin. But her secret is that instead of actually killing the king's enemies, she has been faking their deaths and helping these men and women sneak out of Adderlin. Selena is given the name of a suspected rebel leader that is her next hit. Um, his name is Archer Finn, and as her next target, She's got one month to complete that task of k- taking care of him. <laughs> um, his rebel movement is trying to track down the lost princess, Aelin Galathinius. We're going to go with that. The, <laughs> the heir of Tarasyn and the only hope to restore the honorable kingdom to its former glory. Um, around the castle, mysterious things are going on at this point. Um, Selena finds out about an evil creature living in the castle library and a riddle in Elena's tomb um, is teaching her about the fact that there are word keys to open word gates, which basically, if you have all of those, you can open up you know all the existing realms and that would kind of mean definite doom. Um, And then Dorian is finding out that he for sure has magic. So that's fun. (laughs) Nehemia reveals that she knows more than she has let on so far about Elena and everything word-related. She agrees to teach Selena how to read word marks. And Selena hears and sees some sketchy stuff in the library. Um, she's also learning some new things from Mort, which is the magic door knocker um, in the tomb of Elena and Gavin. Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> and she's learning some things about the tomb itself. Um, Selena's relationship with Kaol has continued to grow, <clears throat> and she ends up surprising him with a romantic birthday dinner. Which afterward they end up sleeping together, and Ayo. they <laughs> get to be relatively happy together for a very short time, for like two
1: minutes. For like
2: two <laughs> minutes, it's it's so short. It's fantastic and so short. Um. So then, right after that, that is when Kale ends up getting kidnapped, and his captors send a ransom note to Selena. She takes off, ends up freeing him, and then has to rush back to the castle to save, to try and save Nehemia, because during which she is freeing Kaol, she finds out that Nehemia is in danger. So she rushes back to the castle and ends up finding that Nehemia is brutally murdered in her bedroom. Big plot point there. So, Selena ends up blaming Kaol for her death since he knew that there was a threat on her life and didn't do enough to stop it. So, that's where their their happy time ends up stopping. Um she ends up attacking Kaol, almost killing him, but hey, Dorian ends up saving Kaol because he uses some magic that he has now. So, freezes her attack and thus stops her from killing him. Uh, Selena then has a goal to find out who killed Nehemia. Um, she thinks it might be grave who was one of the, um, champion prospects in the competition just by the way that she was killed so brutally. And, and that was kind of his, his style of doing things. um, So she ends up killing him and ultimately then finds out that that is not who the murderer was. Um, Selena then meets a witch who is working at a carnival that has come to the castle grounds. She goes to the woman to get some help deciphering a riddle that was tied to some word marks and she's been working on it. Um, The riddle... The witch says that the riddle describes three word keys necessary to open the word gate. She says that the person who finds these keys and opens the gate will wield incredible power enough to control the world and other worlds. The witch then attacks her and Selena has to you know, defend herself and ends up killing her. Uh, Selena finally figures out the full riddle, and it leads to where one of the word keys was hidden but Unfortunately that key was already gone and Mort that door knocker confirms her fear that the current king is the one who discovered it a while ago. Selena suspects that the king has had the second key also and knows that she must find the third one before she uh, before he does. She thinks Nehemia was researching this before her death and might know the location of that final key, so Selena then decides to open a portal to try and reach Nehemia to speak with her using word marks and magic and all of that that she'd been. Learning from Nehemia before she died, Selena then reaches Nehemia and she tells Selena that her death was necessary to get things started in motion. You know, don't be worried about it. This is kind of how the plan was supposed to go. Um, Archer then arrives right as Nehemia disappears, and he explains that he and Nehemia were working together since she arrived in Adderlin, but Nehemia left his rebel group a week before her death because she did not agree with the tactics he wanted to use to bring down the king, so he killed her, so that's who killed her. It wasn't grave; it was Archer and his crazy plans um so he set it up to make sure that Selena turned against Kaol in the process. And during this time, Selena acts like she's going to go along with his plans just to get information she needs, and then she attacks him. Um, At this time, that portal's still kind of open. Some weird things happen with it while they're scuffling, and a creature comes through um, while they're fighting. And right about that time, Kaol and Dorian um, show up, they were alerted by a dream that Dorian had. So, um, something magical going along there too, that he had a dream of what was going on at the time. So, um, Selena's dog ends up chasing the creature back into the portal. Kale goes in to save the dog. Cause Selena's freaking out about her dog. <laughs> and then Selena follows to save them both. Um, as soon as they get into the portal, we see Selena in her true Fey form in this land because it's one where magic still exists. So they manage to do what they got to do to get back into their world, um, where her then Fey form vanishes. They close the portal, and Selena kills Archer right after that. Um, the book ends with. KL feeling like the safest place for Selena is away from the king and Adderlin. So he goes to his father and says, you know, can you counsel with the king and get him to agree to send Selena off um to is it Wendlin?
0: Wendlin, yes.
2: Yeah, Wendlin. So that's where she's gonna go and the agreement to get his father to propose this to the king or or support him. And his recommendation is that Kaol is going to give up his captain of the guard title and return to his home kingdom like his father wants him to. So the last little bit is... On the docks, as her ship is departing to Wendland, Selena tells Kay all the full truth about everything, about all the word keys and the creature and the stuff um, beneath the library, and about how the king is got some bigger plan than what's going on. Um, she tells him a little riddle about her last and you know final truth before she leaves. And she sails away, and he goes and figures out the riddle, which was that Selena is the lost princess of Terracen, Aelin Galathinius. What? What? Who would have guessed? We did. We guessed. Crazy, that. yeah. <laughs> so there is the synopsis of the book.
0: Very, very good job.
2: Thoughts? On all of that craziness.
0: Yes, may I make one correction to your synopsis real quick? Yeah, please do. Grave did kill Nehemia.
1: He was just hired by Archer. Right. Ah, okay. Not the other guy from the court like they thought.
2: Yeah, okay, you're right, totally.
0: So, I mean, let's let's start at the beginning. This book starts (laughs) out brutal. She's standing over her target, and she's like, Oh, I just raised my sword. And then the beginning of the next chapter is her walking back into the king's court, and she essentially throws the head of the guy on the floor, and the king looks at her and goes, "Why is he so beat up?" She said, "Well, he he fought me while I was trying to kill him, and yeah, this is just you know how it how it ended up." Yeah, and she gives him the family ring. And so on and so forth.
2: Still on a hand.
0: Yes. By the way. <laughs> it was still still on the hand. I did forget that. So I mean this book compared to Um Yeah,
1: we just bumped it like ten notches. Like yeah. hardcore. Yeah. This when I remember reading the beginning and I was like, Okay, this is the assassin that I was expecting from the get go. Yes. Like m- Merciless Kills, doing her job, whatever she's gotta <laughs> do to get her freedom. That was like how i expected her to be from the beginning Mm -hmm. just you know cold coming in here you go what do you want now okay awesome i'm going um we do find out soon soon after this scene that that is not exactly what she's doing it's a little bit no
0: it's It's, it's not it's it's not at all it's still absolutely
3: brutal
2: right there's a lot more that's going into it. <laughs> There's a lot more layers
1: in this. I thought I had a lot of questions in the first book. Some of them were answered in book two, but I left with a million more. <laughs> yes. So, so.
0: So instead of killing them, as Jess said in the synopsis, she's she's helping these people escape. A darling, um, Sorry. And she's darlin- going. She's going to essentially the. The.
1: Like the sick houses, yeah, the sick yeah. houses,
0: and finding people who are already dead and using taking, their corpses, right, taking those remains to the king, so she has proof,
2: so she's doing this because she sees that these people that are on the king's hit list are essentially in her eyes the good people,
0: yeah, they're the they're the people who are supporting the citizens or trying to help the people in in the salt mine slave camps and stuff like yeah. that
1: yeah haven't done nothing nothing right. wrong
0: mm-hmm. except disagree with the king do we ever get his name by the way or is he just no the king he's just he king. is just okay. the king i couldn't mm-hmm. remember no
1: nope. that's how much power he has he doesn't have to give you a name <laughs> you've got his
2: last name it's Havilliard, but you right. don't have the first name you have to earn that yeah no first name basis <laughs> We don't have that privilege yet.
0: Well, it's the same with Duke Parrington, though, right? I mean, is his first name Duke, it's- or is it just his title? <laughs> Maybe it's both. It's-
2: I'm going to go with that's not his first name. There is- Garrett.
1: Garrett. <laughs> I will never live it down. <laughs>
0: there, There is a lot that happens in just, like, the first few chapters of this book. I mean, it's a lot to unpack, honestly. Right. Yes.
2: Well, and it's split into, is it two sections or three? Two parts. Two parts? Yeah.
1: So the first part is a majority of the book. Okay. The second part, hang on, I can tell you right here. So I don't think part
2: two starts till chapter 40. Okay. Okay. So it's pretty far along before part two hits. Okay. And it's just a little bit different feel. From part one to part
1: oh, two. Oh, 100%. So. A hundred percent.
0: Yeah, well, we talked. I think we talked about it in episode zero, my oh shit moment. But we'll get into that here shortly.
1: Yeah. That is this book, guys. This book was the oh shit moment.
0: <laughs> so, as soon as she gets back from this mission, the king then gives her her next target, which is Archer. Uh, I can't remember his last name.
1: Me either, but it's
2: someone she knows. Right? Is it Flynn?
0: This isn't. This isn't Rapunzel. (laughs) That's why
2: is
1: that exactly what I thought? (laughs) Flynn Rider,
2: (laughs) Eugene, whatever. (laughs) I'm gonna gonna quit
0: recommending (laughs) names. Whatever. (laughs) It it does sound right though. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Archer Flynn. Just go with it. Um, you can continue now. So, <laughs> now that you've made fun of me, you can continue.
0: <laughs> this this opens up uh, Selena's backstory.
3: Yeah, a lot,
0: a lot. So we get in the in the first book we we meet when sorry we don't meet when Dorian walks in on Selena playing.
1: She's right. It's
0: Archer Finn. I was close.
1: <laughs> oh, Finn. <laughs> You heard that face, like, mm, actually,
0: guys. Yeah. Actually. So, Dorian walks in on uh, Selena playing the piano. And we get this small glimpse into her backstory because he asks her, he's like, Well, have you ever loved anybody before? And she's like, Yeah, his name was Sam. So, we get the full backstory with her and Sam and what kind of led into it.
1: And can I just say. Selena, Dorian, Kale, and Sam. Sam. And Sam. The most basic name out of all of these (laughs) (laughs) intricate, you know, how do you pronounce this name?
2: And then you have Sam. He probably had like a crazy last name, though. Maybe that made up for it.
1: (laughs) Galatinius,
2: something like that.
1: Yeah. But I just, I I laughed. I laughed so hard when I was like, oh, Sam. Yeah, Yeah. I remember him. (laughs) Yes. It was so funny. Hey, rest in peace. I know.
0: Well, it's, I'm sure Samwise Gamgee is probably, you know, uh, copyrighted, so she couldn't use that.
2: Okay, Lord of the Rings fan. <laughs> Ooh, maybe we should read that. There we go.
0: Ooh, yeah. Let's not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We've got them anyway. Anyway,
0: so I mean, you know, we get this really flushed out backstory finally. From the time she was picked up by Arabin to kind of what happens with Sam. And, man, you talk about something that just kind of tears on the the heartstrings, right?
1: Yeah. It's kind of what she does, doesn't it? (laughs) Especially now that, like, now that she's, like, actually bringing forth all these heads and stuff you're just like oh oh shit all right okay calm down so they got to make you feel a little bit more i feel like just to even out the balance
2: well i think that kind of your reaction to the beginning of the book was the same reaction that dorian and kay all had towards her at the beginning of the book they were just kind of like
1: who the hell is this oh (laughs) this
2: is the assassin oh how grotesque like Yeah, yeah like yeah oh, for sure she doesn't look like quote-unquote our selena mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so i think that's a that's a pretty universal response mm-hmm. to her at the very beginning of the book
1: i honestly feel like as of right now what we know about selena it's like she has like three separate lifetimes so it was her before she was eight years old and Shit hit the fan and whatever, but we don't know anything that happened. Yeah. Well, much of. That's
0: not true because towards the end of the book, don't we? I'm get... in the beginning
1: of the book, Sky. Okay.
0: <laughs> I know. I, I got to get this through my head. I got to stop jumping around. But...
1: So, but, like, as of the beginning of the book, you don't know anything really about what happened before she was eight. Yeah. And then you have from eight to 17 yeah. when she was in, she was under the king of the assassins, training to be an assassin and became Ardolent. Adderland's assassin. Mm-hmm.
0: Arguably the most yeah. famous assassin.
1: Right. Yeah. You grew that title. Yep. And then you have from 17 when she was caught to her life in Endovir to becoming king's champion. Yeah. And now this life. It's honestly, it feels like three separate lifetimes. No, I'm sure. Yeah. And especially yeah. how drastic I'm sure that they were. I don't know. It's just so interesting Yeah, to me. So I agree. interesting.
2: I agree
0: there. So we, we find out that... Um, Arabian, who is the king of the assassins, betrayed Sam and Selena, and um, set. I I can't remember the the guy's name. He doesn't play a huge part in the book.
1: It was it was Selena's target that she right at the time,
0: and so. He is the reason that Sam is dead and she was sent to the salt mines. Now, this all plays heavily into kind of Archer's story and why he knows her. And, you know, when they first meet, he apologizes about Sam and all that stuff. Because
2: so. Archer was in the Assassin's Guild as well. Yeah. What uh, is their group called? Like when she was going and training... They
1: tell us. They tell, tell us remember. that she
0: went and trained with like the Red Sands or the Red Suns in the desert at one point, but I don't know that they ever give Araban's Araban, however you say it, Araban, yeah. Araban.
3: I
1: thought his, that the
2: uh, like their group as a whole
1: was they had given us a name.
2: Don't for Don't ask it. me. I'm not going to guess names anymore.
1: <laughs> I can't. Re- I can't recall though. But they it's call him like Garrett King of the situation. Assassins and whatever, yeah. and. But I thought they gave. I, mean, I could be wrong, but but Archer did train with her. To, yes, that to is, be an assassin at the same time, other. which is how they knew each other.
0: The thing is, is he's he's not an assassin. He is a courier. Right. Yeah. Um. And the way they write it, it seems like he takes a lot of male clients.
2: I, he just takes a lot of clients. A lot, a lot of
0: clients. That's fair but the way it was written it just seemed like he was
2: predominantly taking male clients right yeah. apparently he's really good at his job <coughs>
0: that's what they insinuated so i mean i'm what are your guys' thoughts about the beginning of the book i mean it i it goes into it fast and we we get a lot of information within those first, what what'd you say, 40 chapters. I mean, there's there's just a lot that there's goes it, there's on. There's a
3: lot to go through. Yeah. I wouldn't
2: call 40 chapters the beginning of the book when there's part 55 one. Part, part one,
3: yeah.
0: There were more than 50. Were there only 55 chapters in this book?
2: I believe so. Somewhere right around that.
0: Hmm, interesting.
2: No idea.
1: That's I'm, all right. I
0: could have sworn this was broken into three parts, too.
1: I'm sure it was nice for you because you were saying at book one you thought it was really boring because you wanted more action, and this started right with action. Oh, yeah. it started right <laughs> off, yeah.
2: So, what did you guys think of Archer, like, at initial meeting? He was charming, and he knew it. Kind of a douche.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this isn't explicit. Explicit podcast amanda you, you i know
1: don't... i feel bad though
0: i know it's weird isn't it yeah uh honestly i liked his character at the beginning of this whole thing because it was like he came in um even uh selena he he just kind of swept her off her feet and that's not something we'd seen from her at this point where she was like sweating she was flustered and, right
1: yeah i think she just went right back to it was like no time had passed, like he was familiar to her, and I think that as soon as she saw him, like she had been had a little crush on him beforehand, and I think she went right back to that giddy, you know crush, oh, he's so cute and charming and interesting, and here he is giving me attention. So I think that she went right back to the those feelings, and it was just
2: easy. I think she mentioned at one point that he was, like, one of the most handsome men she had ever met and that he still was that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, my first, I was super suspicious. I was like, this guy mm-hmm. can't be this nice. I'm like, what? Well, I mean. We have walls. We
1: put up those walls. Like, yeah. <laughs> mm, I don't know about you. I don't know about you. We <laughs> wanted
0: to believe in that he wasn't a horrible human being and. He actually cared about the the cause. But even, even when they first introduced him and she's like, hey, I need this information, you know, he's like, oh, I'm not involved.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And there wasn't a reason to not really believe him because of the way it was all kind of set up, right? You're like, yeah, I don't know that he's actually involved with this whole rebel get-up thing. I wonder if the king's just, you know trying to get rid of him for one reason or another.
2: Well, and when they were in the carriage and she essentially says, either you got to get out, like you're next on the hit list. So like, you got to get out um, or whatever. It's like, Moss wrote him really well right there in pretending to be terrified or actually still being terrified where he, like, jumped across the coach and was, like, trying to defend himself. So, it, you know, that's kind of – my initial thought was, like, eh, are you quite what you seem? But then in that scene, I'm like, well, maybe he is actually scared. So it was it was a lot of back and forth in my thought on him. I mean
1: – Yeah, I think so. he – honestly, I think the – I thought the fear was genuine just because yeah, it was her telling him – Hey, you've got this amount of time. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to kill you. Yeah. And knowing who she is and the reputation that she has, like, regardless of the fact that she spent a year in Endovia, I think that he's like, okay. oh, shit, I'm not messing around with you. (laughs) So even (laughs) if you're joking, we're not we're not playing.
2: So, yeah. Yeah. So for him to just end up being behind a lot of the grand scheme of things, I was like, oh,
1: but I gotta say, you know how oh, stressed damn. out I would be if someone came to me and said, hey, you have a month to get everything together and you need to go? You know how quick I would be out of there? I wouldn't take the whole damn month. No. No. And he's
2: like, he he milked it. He had to get all his monetary fares around.
0: Well, to be fair, they, they do cover this really really well that he is he was trained by I'm gonna call her the queen of courtiers because they don't they give us her name, but it's it's very brief. Yeah. And he owes her hella money. A so lot of much money. money. Mm. And like any good pyramid scheme, um, he just keeps falling more and more in debt because of the way she yeah. she does things. So
1: But I mean he's gonna fake his death, right? If that's what's gonna happen? Yeah. If that's the option. Yeah. Fake your death and go. It's well made-
0: I mean, you know, and she was offering him the same thing she offered everybody else. I don't know. I just know that out, I
1: would have but... been out of there so much quicker. <laughs> I like do. She's not messing around. Yeah. But what do I know? I've never been threatened. Do you, <laughs> do you have a head out <laughs> on you? I've, I've never been threatened in that way. So, and I appreciate that very much.
0: So yeah, I mean i I thought Archer was. Okay. I mean, you know, obviously he had his secrets and knew more than he was letting on, but by the the time he dies, I friggin' hated him, so.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: This book taught me not to trust people. (laughs) That's what
2: taught you not to trust
1: people? Yeah. (laughs) Well, probably book one, (laughs) if not anything before this, but yeah, I don't know. I was super suspicious and then he just, I started to like him a little bit more because I thought he was actually an okay person and was being secretive for the right reasons. Yeah. Then it just, he turned around and he stabbed me in the back. I was really mad, but we can get into that when we get to part two.
0: He, He really came off in the beginning of this book as like that Knox replacement from the first book.
1: I said, and I essentially thought they were going to just rekindle that friendship and everything was right. going to be good yeah. and yeah it's like oh maybe it's not so bad but anyway
0: yeah it's it was uh, it was crazy <laughs> so we get into kind of the the slower section of this book where she she's heard rumors about a hidden library so she goes and she actually finds it. And of course, in true Adderlin fashion, it's hidden behind a tapestry.
1: <laughs> you know, I would be looking behind every single tapestry that I would see. Like I swear there's there's gotta be right? a door back there. I mean she's two for two right now, <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> <laughs> um
0: so she follows the staircase down into the, the ancient libraries essentially, and um we get the first glimpse of the rat in the basement.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, and this is after she's already seeing like weird things going on with the library because she had, she was going on like what, a midnight stroll at one point? Right. Saw a weird hooded figure in the the entrance to the library and was like, mm, nope, this doesn't seem like a good idea and went back to her room. <laughs>
1: Which was super smart, <laughs>
2: yeah. For Except real. for the
1: fact that she just walked. Yeah, yeah. my ass would be running. <laughs>
0: um, i I like this whole this whole section where they explain she's walking down the library and she's like, "It just smells like old books," and mm-hmm. I just thought I thought this entire section was extremely well written.
2: I gotta say, I thought the lighting component of the stairway was the coolest thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Where it had that little ridge.
3: Yeah.
2: That you pour oil in and you just light the oil and it lights the whole stairway. She
0: national treasured it. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought. Oh my gosh. How many times am I gonna say that in this episode today?
1: I see immediately what I turn to is like the oil, like, the fire. Oh, yeah. Look at all the treasure. It's all like, the I gold. Love it. Oh my goodness. Man, I talked about that movie a lot today. <laughs> boy yeah it was the detail was just very well written like you could just
2: picture exactly what she was wanting you to portray so well i i gotta say honestly i had a little bit of trouble with that in specifically the library portion like mm. when we were like in a particular place in those tunnels um you know i got the feel of where we were at but like the spatial awareness of actually entering behind the tapestry to where everything was located underneath there didn't follow that one bit <laughs> for the most part it Fair was enough. so much easier behind her tapestry to like follow and figure out exactly like where things were running but like there were so many different doors
0: <laughs> i i'm going to be i'm going to be totally honest with you The whole scene before her finding that tapestry was confusing as hell. Because she's like, I just started following the walls of the library. I was like, how big is this freaking library?
1: It's a library. It's a huge library. It's a glass castle, Skyler. It's a castle
0: library. It's a royal library. You
1: seen Beauty and the Beast? Big.
2: Big ass library. You seen Beauty and the Beast?
0: I've seen b
1: yeah, she comes in that's a huge library, and that's animated. It's not your local town library, it's a big oh library, yeah, <laughs> like but, I bigger mean, than the construction that they're doing down there right now, yeah.
2: like bigger than homes
0: she's like she's like talking about following these walls, and then she's like, and eventually they just stop lighting the the sconces on the walls, so it's dark, and I'm like. Who even lights these things every day? See, in my head,
1: I th- immediately think Harry Potter. Like that's the restricted section. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, yes.
1: We don't go there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's gotta unless be... you've got an invisibility cloak or a tapestry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: She's got it. Yeah, She's got, that's exactly what this book was missing. Like helped in so many situations. That's got to be like straight up copyright, like invisibility cloak. Come on, totally. As long
0: as they don't call it a deadly hollow, I think it's fine.
1: It's not a deadly hollow. Oh,
0: wasn't it? I thought it was one of the three.
1: Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Fake fan over here. Yeah, apparently.
0: (laughs) The real fan. I'm thinking. I'm just like,
1: wait, the stone, the wand no i don't remember and the cloak yeah, yeah 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 yeah, you're right fake fan but yeah no this library has to be massive yeah
0: but i i mean in the first book they just don't to me they didn't make it out to be this massive library i thought it was just kind of like a a hole in the wall which is
1: why you gave it a 2.2 2.
2: well and at that oh, point she wasn't permitted to go in she had to have books brought to her facts
0: that's true
2: this is really the first time <laughs> she's given the dorian's freedom. library okay yeah
1: this is the first time she's really given the freedom to roam about herself anywhere which honestly is still a little sus because mm. she is still an assassin
2: yeah for real i don't know maybe mm. we could just
1: be a little bit smarter guys but whatever
2: yeah no There. there were no smarts there so a- massive library
0: massive library <laughs>
1: ultimately yeah. what we got in that for in the last five minutes
2: so. yeah massive library confusing underneath tunnels so many doors that about covers that <laughs> so, say, so the, the stone castle was built underneath
1: so those h- tunnels have to connect somehow you'd think right you'd think so if it's a castle under a castle maybe i don't know
2: if they're on opposite ends and go opposite ways
1: but somehow it would have to go no. next to the middle
2: to get from one side to the other right yeah Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll get a little more tunnel clarification in the future. (laughs) You know what? Like,
1: book one. (laughs) Secret tunnels. Honestly, book one has that nice map at the front. Because, again, hard copy over here. Heck
2: yeah. Has a
1: nice map on the front of where all the countries are and all that. I referred to that so much. Mm -hmm. They need that for the tunnels. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Where everything connects, where underneath it lies... I'm yep. just saying. Opportunity missed.
2: I wouldn't say no to that.
0: <laughs> I don't think we're going to have to worry about it a whole lot after this book, personally, but we'll get into that a little bit later.
2: Well, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so, I mean, part one just kind of rounds out with her and, and Kay all falling in love and doing adult things.
2: They had sex. Having a good old time. They had sex.
0: Yeah, they had a very good time.
2: For
1: literally a week.
2: (laughs) For literally a week. (laughs) And then it all went
1: shit. It
0: was so
1: cute, though. Like, after the dinner she (sighs) did for him was so sweet, so thought out. I loved it. I loved the whole thing. I really did.
2: Well, and I gotta say, the way that we found out, that they had dinner plans. It was, it was Selena and Kale and Dorian just all sitting there chatting. And like, it was a little awkward anyway, because she had already been like, "Mm, sorry, Dorian can't do, can't do the things. And you know, Dorian and Kale are best friends. And so it's a little weird there anyway. And, Dorian just like nonchalantly asks Kale, So what are you doing for your birthday? And Selena jumps in with, Well, we have plans. <laughs> he had no idea. And Kale's like, What? Yeah. And she's like, Oh, yeah, we have plans. And Dorian's like, uh, Okay. Just the two well, of you together? <laughs> all right, then. See ya. Third wheel, peace and out. After he gave him a horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, so it's like. It came off kind of bad. Thanks, bro. You gave me a horse, <laughs> but, but now I've got secret plans with.
0: I'm gonna go get laid. <laughs> You're
2: old.
1: <laughs> it was so. It was so cute. But then Kale's like in this awkward position because he obviously has feelings for her, but yeah. then doesn't want to cross Dory and like Prince or not, like or that's his best loyalty. friend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the dinner was so cute. Oh my gosh! It was, yes, ugh, it was adorable. She had his favorite food brought in, and. Oh my he's gosh. like, "How
2: did you know?"
1: And she just says, "I pay attention you're not you're not sneaky. <laughs> it was adorable. I loved it. yes, I loved it. I loved the the everything like they went through like that next week where they were just so happy mm-hmm. just so happy like being together every mm. second that they could spare, they were together. It was so cute. You knew it couldn't last. We're gonna have to read a love story here soon." it was so cute no my next book i have picked out is a real debbie downer yeah i know (laughs) it's fine (laughs) but i loved it it was adorable and i loved the imagery that was given it was so well written so then he got
2: kidnapped
1: i was gonna say that then it just all ended because of course it had to
2: Which I was kinda like, eh, really? You're that unaware that you got kidnapped Leaving her room Captain
1: of the Guard? Leaving
2: her room, yeah. Like, come on. Someone just comes up behind him and puts a rag over his nose and mouth. I thought that was a little that could have I personally think that could have been done differently. Like
1: So does she not um, have guards outside her room anymore because she's King's Champion? Are we just abandoning all security? No precautions. Nothing. Right. Despite the fact that she's still an assassin who doesn't like the king nope I don't think so
2: I, th- I think she's just which seems stupid well okay let's take that back a little bit because at the very very end of book one when she was signing her contract with the king he threatened her about you know if you yeah. step out of line at all I'm killing Kale I'm killing Nehemia and I'm killing her family so, but she's that was a one-on-one. But that was a mind. one-on-one
1: conversation. I would still keep some security. Well, yeah, but I mean,
0: he's not the king's not scared of her. No, there's no reason for him to be.
1: No, but still, for her, she could threaten anyone else. I mean, how do you know she's not gonna like flip the switch on Dorian? We saw her do it to Chaos in Part Two, which we'll talk about.
0: Because the, the king doesn't care. Mm-hmm. I mean, just straight up, right? It. it if Dorian died tomorrow, he'd be like, "Oh, okay." Colin.
1: Well, Well, then she kills the other son. Then what? Then he has no heir to the throne. Then he's
0: got his nieces and nephews, or Duke I'm sure, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure he could have another son with no, no issue. Yeah.
1: I just seem it seems pretty relaxed for who she is. Yeah. Like regardless, I, I don't that disagree. you disagree. Regardless of the fact that you have her under contract, it's like I would still be safe than sorry.
2: Well, I bet part of that is also. um the them following Kaol's instructions too. I mean, because the guard is his to instruct. So And he's like, I'm taking care of her tonight, don't worry. Yeah, he's taking care (laughs) of her tonight. (laughs) Or in the closet or (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, he probably was just not making them stay posted anymore. Yeah. At that point. But he does get kidnapped. Le- yeah. Leaving
1: her room in the middle of the night.
2: So he gets kidnapped. And uh, she doesn't
1: see him at all the next day at all. Mm-hmm. And thinks, oh, he must just be stuck in meetings or whatever. And then goes to his room.
2: Correct. To correct. find the ransom note. Yes. From? No. Doesn't she go back to her room and find it?
0: No, she goes to his room. She does go to his yep. room? Okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. What did the notes say? Because I don't remember.
0: It said something along the lines of, come to this dock alone, we have KL and that was pretty much it, wasn't it? I mean, it wasn't, like, fleshed out who it was right, or anything right, like right. that. And
1: boy, oh boy, did that switch
2: flip. For real. Like, she was immediately Adderland's assassin. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The, the
0: the whole scene of her breaking into this warehouse to save him Ugh. is probably one of the coolest scenes in this book. Yeah, yes. she's like, so I'm on the roof and I decided to jump in, in the win- jump in through the window, right. and then she just massacres pretty much everybody in yeah.
3: that place. I think this was
1: Ugh. this was like the start of her, like you said, becoming the assassin she is known to be, and just acting on pure rage. It was just blood mist yes through the whole place yeah there's like no thought gone into it it was just no like i'm here to save him Mm -hmm. at
2: whatever cost i'm not listening to reason i'm not listening to anything right i don't care what you have to say i don't care who you are right she's just mowing everybody down which does
1: show a lot about her character and what she's willing to do to protect the one she loves Mm -hmm. literally anything
0: well, and I mean that—that that all kind of falls back into the backstory of you know right. her losing Sam and all that too. <gasps>
2: trauma, yeah, Trauma. yeah. That trauma sure does come out.
0: So, uh, somebody at this meeting takes a arrow to their shoulder to save Selena, and that just so happened to be <gasps> Archer Flynn. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. <laughs>
3: Can't, can't Archer stand Finn. you, <laughs> Archer
1: Flynn um, Ryder. Flynn Rider.
3: Flynn
0: Rider. <laughs> and he um, essentially tells them to free Kale and that Nahemia is in danger. It,
1: this is when everything comes out that Nahemia has been part of this movement. They've been working together to essentially a. Re- Rebellion, yeah, a rebellion, yeah. So, which, and that they've been working yeah. together, and that was her whole purpose of coming to the kingdom in the first place, mm-hmm. um, was to help with this movement. Um, which I mean, kind of makes all the pieces fall together of some weird behavior that, yes, she hasn't really been able to put together with Nehemia. Um,
2: well, because lately she's been kind of MIA. Like she's right? Selena had yeah, seen yeah. her. You know, like once a day as they were practicing their word marks and all of that. And
0: we did forget to mention that her and Nehemia had a huge fight prior to this Mm. about um, Selena not wanting to help the Rebellion.
2: Actively help the Rebellion. She just wanted to lay low, do what she needed to do, and finish out her four years.
0: Yeah, all she wants is her freedom. She just wants to get out of there and not have to...
1: Which she hasn't had for how long? And right. so, when offered, I mean, I don't think it's unjustified that she wants to look out for herself at this point. But Nehemia is trying to look at a bigger picture and hopes that everyone is free, not just
2: herself. She thinks Selena is selfish as fuck. She said that essentially. Yeah, <laughs> she's
1: like, "Girl, you selfish as fuck." <laughs> that's how they ended one of the
0: chapters. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this was my this is my oh shit moment. This was like something very 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 bad is about to happen, mm-hmm. along with the chapter where Kale got kidnapped. I think that's where I stood up and I was like, I was screaming at Jess. You know.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, Literally.
1: Our reactions had, to this had to have been so funny. Because I know we all had a huge burst, like, when this happened. Someone may have cried. <coughs> I think we um, all had similar reactions. But, yeah. Gosh, just being, like, a fly on the wall to see, like, Skylar stand <laughs> up in, like, pace, like, shit, 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 shit. It was really
3: funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I wish I I wish I wish could have had it on video. because. Yeah. It was, it was just one of those moments. I was like, oh, finally, we're about to get into some real, real interesting stuff.
2: Yeah. Because, I mean. Oh,
1: no, don't go that way. Not that way. (laughs) Even in, even
0: in this book, there was, there was a stretch where it was kind of like, all right, let's go. Let's pick it up. Well, yeah. Yeah? Like
1: that long time where she was just kind of observing people and, you know, clients of archers to see where to go. And Mm -hmm. it did, it was a lull period for sure. For sure. So I'm gonna let we're gonna let you talk about this next uh, part I because I
0: don't want to talk about it, guys. I don't want to talk about it.
2: So she stopped. Archer's talking. Kale's let loose.
0: So Archer tells her that she's in danger. Kale knew that and didn't tell her. So she books it out of this warehouse and back to the castle.
1: She's flying. And the Archer had already sent guards to her, knowing she was in danger. And Selena beat them.
0: Yeah. And Kael at one point talks to Dorian and is like, "I was on my horse, Mm -hmm. and she was still outrunning me." So I mean, you know, we're seeing that glimpse into something that's
2: a little more than meets the eye,
0: right? Um, Selena gets to Nahemia's room. Her guards and her have been murdered
1: slaughtered i say like bodies mutilated yeah. like
3: she and said the like, she. no hope
1: well, i think they could detail she said like the bed was soaked in blood that it looked
2: black yeah mm-hmm. well and they were were they kind of bent in weird ways as yeah well? mm-hmm. yeah devastating
0: Oh my, my grotesque! My heart might have broken at this point because I I really like this this relationship between Nehemia and Selena, and
1: now your favorite character's dead. Yeah, yeah just like that. Yeah. I
0: mean it was like out of the blue. Wasn't expecting it. No, I,
2: no cushion
1: whatsoever. I, see, I really didn't see that one coming. No, I really did not.
0: Well, and I mean they've made her to be such a badass. Up to this point, too. You know, Nehemia herself.
2: You're rooting for her. Right? right. Like, she is made to make you like her.
0: hmm But this... Um, this makes me think of that one really, really short chapter. Where it's like... It's saying the princess is speaking to the queen. Do we think that that was Nehemia speaking to... Elena.
1: Oh yes, yes, yes. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I assume so. Yeah, yeah I see, assume yeah, I so. assume so. Because no point names are given in right. the chapter. Yeah, yeah. I assumed that that was the case.
3: So the we knew like half a page
0: <laughs> at that point, pretty much that Nehemia was going something was going to happen right, to her, going to die. Yeah, super, super sad. Selena loses her shit, and of course, Kael gets there right as. Um, right as she's grieving Nehemia and selena looks at him and goes this is your fault and proceeds plunges. to almost kill him
1: yeah. yeah yeah
0: and good guy dorian saves the day with his raw magic and that um, we know very little
1: about yeah,
2: yeah that's just slowly slowly manifesting that he is not even so sure what to make of it, what's going on, and has started his own little dive into information about it. But he manages to burst that out and literally freeze her hand so that she can't continue that blade down into his neck.
1: Yeah, and then the guards take her, and she is thrown into the dungeons. Mm-hmm. With? Caltain who bitch bitch
0: is in very, very bad situation. <laughs> so in the first book we know that Caltain is um addicted to opioids because of headaches. And regular <laughs> headaches she's having. Yeah. Um, I wonder
1: if that means something. Hmm.
2: I wonder. Have other people had headaches? Wow.
1: Skylar, do you know the answer?
0: I don't know. I'm not addicted to opioids. I don't. I don't hear birds. Uh, Why does she wings take sweating. the opioids? <laughs>
1: Why does she take the opioids? Because she has headaches. Because
0: she has headaches, and they were constant and very, very bad. Who else has headaches? Who
2: else has headaches?
0: You guys are making me think it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: One a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Who else has headaches?
1: I know the character. I can't remember his name though. Just see. Roland? Yeah, the cousin.
0: The cousin, yeah. The cousin has headaches.
1: Yes, because he is in town, and he is now on the king's court. And a detail that Selena has noticed is that the king, Parrington, and Roland are wearing these weird black rings on their fingers. And before that, Cain had one. And before
2: that, Cain had one. Who. Sus. Was. Dealing with magic things, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Caltain had been having these yeah. weird headaches and hearing things, and yeah, the whole interaction between
1: Caltain and Selena down in the dungeons was so interesting because she says something about hearing birds, mm-hmm. right? Yep, and different things like that, and started having just these weird noises and. Hearing wings, wings,
2: you're right, you're not right. birds, wings wings,
1: yes, but I feel i honestly I kind of felt bad for her because she's either she was given the option to either stay in the dungeon or she was gonna go with Duke Parrington to this other country and be forced to marry him, which yep. she was betrothed to him in book one until the sleazeball ball sold
0: turned his her. back
1: on her, Dick sold her out. Honestly they're they're made for each other. So I kind of, I did feel bad for her. She's given this option and what are you supposed to do? Stay in the dungeon? Starve to death?
0: Well, and we find out that Duke Parrington yet again is not a good man. He has been paying her visits in the dungeons. I don't even and, want to think
3: about that. Yeah, yeah. we we'll
0: assume it's not. So not she is not good. in a good good place at all at this point in the book. Caltane. Um Selena decides that she doesn't want to deal with it and she knows they're putting um sleeping sedatives. medicine sedatives. sedatives. thank you, in her drinks. So she just makes sure to drink more all the water. water. Yeah, yeah. Just
1: downs it. And just passes out.
2: Constantly.
0: Um she misses Nehemia's Uh, funeral for lack of better term Mm -hmm. um and kl takes her to her room and that i mean that's kind of it 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 becomes this weird um he avoids her she avoids him
1: it's like this huge elephant in the room and yeah because he knows how pissed she is but he's also feeling guilty for his part he played But then also, like, she attacked him. so You know, it's Mm -hmm. like this whole back and forth thing and no one wants to talk about it. Granted, I don't think that she's ready to talk about it, which is fair. I mean, she just lost her best friend and then now feels like the guy she thought she loved betrayed her. So who does she have?
2: Yeah. And like, in reality, she knows that he didn't, but then she can't separate the emotional part of that that still feels like he did. Oh, yeah. Well, and then thinking back
1: to when even she was initially captured, Sam, who she loved, was killed. And then the people that she thought she could trust in the Assassin's Guild turned their back against her and turned her in. Like, the guy that essentially raised her through her teenage years was the one that she suspects turned turned her in. I mean, it's a whole full circle of... So much trauma. Yeah. Like, not trusting anybody. Dude. Heartstrings, I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you. It's a complex book. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like part two was more of revenge. And then things started to come together piecewise of what was really going on and figuring out more about the word marks and things like that. So,
0: Yeah, I agree. So, uh, Selena then... Decides she knows who killed Nehemia because, you know, everybody has a signature way of doing things. So she tracks down Grave, which was one of her competitors, as just said in the synopsis, and uh, pulls information out of him. So tortures him. Yeah, Grave thought he was hired by somebody in the king's court. Um, so Selena literally takes. Graves' head and drops it on this guy's plate while they're in a meeting and says, Hey, I think uh, your little friend sold you out. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. So we get this really interesting. Um,
1: it was savage, man. Yeah. Like, s- for real. It was s- brutal.
0: This section where the king tells the guards to take this counselor away and blah, blah, blah. So. Then we go back down to the library. Um, Can with I just Dorian say, I really time.
1: think the king only did that, like, sent the guy from the king's court away as a formality.
0: Yeah. He didn't it's... like
1: Nehemia. Oh, yeah. To him, that's one less person out of his way. Yeah.
0: He was totally relieved. Oh, yeah. So gone. I think he
1: just did that to look good in front of everyone in the room. <clears throat> yeah. I don't think he really gave a shit about it. Anyway, continue. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, we go back to the library this time with. Dorian, he follows uh, Selena down into the secret passages. Um, Selena has figured out how to use the word marks and opens the door that she saw this creature behind.
2: It was an iron door with no handles. So she had to use a spell.
0: Yeah. So she figured it out. She opens the door and then proceeds to go through a huge labyrinth of dungeons.
1: More doors. Sean More her. doors.
3: <laughs> which More. leads More to door. <laughs> <laughs> I like it.
1: It's 1 a.m., bro. Yeah. Yeah. Which
0: leads to the giant obsidian clock tower that the king has built, which I know we didn't really talk about in the first episode, but
2: he built that at the time of Dorian's birth.
0: Right. But it was a
2: little bit of a landmark in uh, book one.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. Because, you know, at the end of book one, she's having her face beat into it mm. by game. Yeah. We just didn't yeah.
1: know what role it played mm-hmm. at the time.
0: So as she's approaching the clock tower, um, she's getting more and more, I, I guess, headache, right?
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that tells you.
2: Something's connected.
0: Right. She leaves, uh, she runs into the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> wait. wait. <laughs> no What? what? <laughs> <laughs> you sure you're not on opioids? <laughs> uh, maybe, I'm not sure. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
3: the <They're>...
2: Batman. <laughs> the
0: Batman. Didn't he have the, wings though? The
2: Batman is not in this I am series. Vengeance.
0: <laughs> Batman. <laughs>
2: he had the cape and everything (laughs) oh my gosh she runs into this creature
0: did he have wings
3: i don't remember that's not
2: quite i don't remember humanoid but not yeah (laughs) It's it's a humanoid ish creature but definitely something that's not from here it's not batman she
1: couldn't write Batman because it was copyright. So she was trying to describe it. She, could.
2: she ran into Christian Bale.
1: And it, right behind I'll
2: him, I'll Heath it. Ledger. Uh-huh. Joaquin Phoenix. She's not walking. She's running. Well, I don't know. She tends to just walk
1: around like nothing's going on. Anyway, so this no, is
3: the booze uh, to por- part of A Court of Books and Booze.
0: <laughs> to be fair, she does run in this scene. So She's she terrified. Oh, Terrifying. yeah. God, I'm going to die. Yeah. Um, well,
1: who, who wouldn't think that, seeing the Batman?
0: <laughs> Batman doesn't kill people, Amanda. He, he just... instills fear. <laughs> yes, exactly.
3: So can we? Back this up. Wow. Chaos. There there was...
2: No, it's (laughs) K.L. (laughs) K.L. Oh, my gosh. It's so late. Okay, go. So, there was one point before she actually figured out how to use the word marks to get through that door that... Did she glance under the door? Yes. And... Yes. Saw an eye. Mm Mm-hmm two eyes, looking back at her. (laughs) Yeah. So, she kind of was like, what the heck? And then looked under there again and didn't see anything. Mm -hmm. So, she knew that there was something behind that door that was going on.
0: Yeah, this was the original time she was in the library.
2: Yeah. So, this time she actually runs into that creature that is humanoid in stature, but definitely not human. And... She's terrified, and it's after her.
0: So uh, Dorian is also down there with her. Her and Dorian end up fighting it off, uh, sort of, and killing it. It's 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 an incredibly well written uh, section of the book. Yeah, mm-hmm. i I would love to get into a lot of detail about it, but I mean, just just pick up the book and read it. It's it's definitely worth it. Um, they use magic, right? Yeah. So Dorian,
1: he uses magic too. And then she was, this is where she's just like, okay, dude, sit sit the fuck down and tell me everything that's going on. You have magic. I'll tell you everything I know. (laughs) You tell me
2: everything you know. That's essentially what they say when they finally get out and seal that up again is, um, you've got things to tell me and I've got things to tell you. So we'll do
0: that. Mm -hmm. We also get a small glimpse of selena looking at this at the batman's corpse um (laughs) she has some kind of realization that they don't get into uh at that point in time i don't remember it it's that he He had a human heart
3: oh
2: yeah it it had a human heart Right. Batman Batman
3: has a human human
0: heart. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Garrett was a human.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So she's like, this is not, this is not like a creature from our realm, but it has a literal human heart. So Mm -hmm. there's something weird going on here. Yeah. Something weirder than
0: the already weird stuff going on. Um, from there well, I'm trying to think of what else happens. K.O. finds Selena uh throat singing some weird song at Nehemia's grave. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Disrespect for your favorite character.
2: Gosh. <laughs> it was in like a language that he had never had never heard of, couldn't recognize, right. mm-hmm. had no idea where it was coming from. And um did sound very funeral esque.
0: Yeah, and then I mean, let's let's just get into the the meat of the the end of the book. Mm-hmm. Selena figures out a spell to be able to talk to Nehemia against Mort's recommendation. By the way, Mort plays a huge part in this book, and I don't think we've talked about him enough.
1: Did you imagine the doorknob from Alice in Wonderland? Yes. Okay. Cool. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. Because I did
0: too. <laughs> I did not. I totally imagine, like, a little skull with a ring hanging out of his mouth, just, like, and his little mouth just moving. <laughs> so you got more Beetlejuice. And I, we, I definitely <laughs> we did, got yeah. more Alice in Wonderland. Because <laughs> I also imagine him, like, with that really... Um, like, raspy
2: smoker's voice?
0: Like, uh, Scooby-Doo, uh, Space Alien <gasps> from the original. Yeah, 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 yeah. with that kind of voice. Yeah.
1: Like, the high cackle and everything? Right, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't
0: know why, that's just what came like to like. flashing, like,
1: man, they really should have put it in there for, you know. If you have epilepsy, this might cause symptoms. <laughs> anyway. Tangent. We should talk about Scooby-Doo sometime. Oh my
3: goodness.
0: <laughs> so she summons uh, Nehemia, and Nehemia shows up and essentially is like... Why'd you do this? Don't You're bring me stupid. here. You're mm-hmm. stupid. Why would you do this? She's I well, I just wanted to talk to you. And Nehemia essentially is like, nope. nope. Yeah. I gotta go. Don't
2: have time to talk. Right. This was the plan. Oh, it, look, it's your dog. You were such a good
0: friend. Yeah. yeah. Fleetfoot, I love you. Yeah.
1: And while this is going on, Dorian's in his room asleep and has a dream where, is it Elena?
0: Nope, it was Garrett. It was Garrett. Garrett tells
1: <laughs> Gavin... Garrett tells him that Selena is essentially in danger. And he literally gives him the map of how to get to the tomb where she is. Yep. Um So then he Ugh. wakes up and he's just like, Well, that was sus. Verbatim said that. And then runs down. Well, he goes and he finds ran K- to get Kale, Yeah. And the both run to her room, um, knowing that she's in, in trouble. And he knows it like, exactly. The door's there behind the tapestry, because yep. shocker, that's what happens in this place. And uh yeah, I'm telling you, I would be looking behind every single tapestry. Right. But yeah, and then finds her, and okay. sure enough, shocker, she's in trouble. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, and here's the kicker is, guess who shows up?
2: Right after Nehemia disappears.
0: Archer Flynn!
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hate you
0: guys. <laughs> Archer shows up and admits to everything.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, he this this blew my mind because I yes. wasn't I wasn't ready for this no. whole section. He's like, "I hired Grave. You can you can get anybody to believe you're anybody when you're in my line of work." Is essentially what it mm-hmm. what it came down to. Mm-hmm. Um. And then the monster comes out of the portal.
2: So they're scuffling. Yeah. And she kind of, like, brushes against the word marks that have created this portal and skews them a little bit. So it changes. Because, like, the the portal had been closing and it opened back up to...
1: And would close on its own eventually, but yeah.
2: she was not sure at that point how to <clears throat> do that. It opened back up to this other realm with these monsters.
1: I, I
0: imagine it as the upside down.
2: That's what I imagined it too, yeah.
0: Like the Demogorgon literally walked through that portal.
2: Yeah, I think that's, that's yeah. pretty close mm-hmm. to what I was thinking also.
0: And mm-hmm. uh, by the time Kaol and Dorian get there things are looking pretty bleak.
2: Well, Archer had dashed at this point, right?
0: No, he was like sitting in the corner like oh, whimpering, huddling. holding the book of the The Book of the Dead, or whatever it was.
1: I think it is called Book of the Dead or something. The Walking Dead.
0: The Walking Dead. There you go. Yep. I'm not sure that's right either. I think
3: that's right.
0: Yeah, because I. Holding the comic book, (laughs) the compendium.
2: Yep. We got Batman. We got The Walking Dead. Dude, I'm not telling you. We've got Demogorgons. Stranger Things. (laughs) Read the book. Scooby Doo.
1: Dude, yeah. Scooby Doo. Alice in Wonderland. Yep. Dude. Pretty sure we mentioned Lord of the Rings in there too. Oh, oh, nice. Yep. Like, Gosh, everything, everything you need, all in one.
2: <laughs> Selena and Samwise Gangey. <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> uh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so they gotta fight this monster, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so uh KL and Dorian show up and things are looking pretty bleak. Uh Fleetfoot, which is Selena's dog, is hurt. Um so KL jumps in and he takes charge. And what a man.
1: What a man. I just liked it how despite everything that has gone on, like the two of them are still gonna fight for her. Yeah. I mean Oh totally. kale has been through the ringer with this relationship, <laughs> like whatever it is at this point. Because then there was also that moment where he finds her will on her desk and then she's yes. like, she leaves everything to him and she shows up and says, you know, I'm not going to change it because, you know, when you lose your job over this or whatever, yeah. you're going to need something to fall back on. And it's just super harsh.
2: Yeah.
1: But she's grieving. So in a way, I understand. But I love that he still comes and is still like part of the rescue because mm-hmm. he, he's been through some shit, let alone like, you know. How hard he is on himself, naturally oh, totally so, and he was friends with Nehemia too, so it's not like he didn't lose anybody either. same mm-hmm. with Dorian yeah, so
0: so uh Fleetfoot and Selena are hurt uh Kale's telling Dorian and Selena to run it it be, it gets a little uh jumbled in here, but Fleetfoot ends up getting taken into the portal. And Selena's freaking out. So Kale goes in after her. The dog.
1: You know how people are about their pets.
2: So, doesn't Selena knock Dorian out?
0: She does. Yeah.
2: It knocks him out, leaves him there, and then runs in the portal to go get Fleetfoot and Kale.
0: Yep. And uh, as soon as she runs in the portal, the magic is back. And Disney World, <laughs> she goes full fay, and K.O.L. is confused and scared. And it's it yet again, this is this is just a really cool scene. I think that you know, once you get into this book and you're reading this, it's like, wow, this is well written, well explained. Uh, Selena is a badass, I mm-hmm. mean, and when she uses her magic, she's got to be close to unstoppable.
1: Sometimes I forget who knows what. hmm So, like, Selena and Nehemia had this pact that they weren't going to keep secrets, but obviously Nehemia did because she was part of this movement. Yeah. Selena wasn't, she didn't, you know, doesn't talk much about her past, like, before she became an assassin. But then Nehemia dies, and then she has that moment with Dorian where she finds out he has magic, so then they have this interaction, but she doesn't tell him everything that she knows about Nehemia. Yeah. But then Kaol literally knows nothing. Yeah. So, sometimes it, I was just like, wait a second, he doesn't know that. Yeah. That's why he's freaking out right now. Yes. So, I, like, at this point, like, everything's coming out, and he's getting all this at once, like, holy shit, you're Faye. Yeah. Fey. Like, yeah. look at you right now. So.
0: Um, so... Selena obviously wins the fight by pretty much destroying or creating a crater around the portal yeah. and gets out. And then they find a way to seal the portal. And she then goes we back
2: deal, normal.
1: Then we deal with Archer.
0: Ooh, yeah. My favorite scene in this book <laughs> where she. F- she follows Archer back down in the sewers because he's trying to get away. Mm-hmm. And he essentially starts begging for his life. And she's ready to let him go. And he, I can't remember exactly what he said to you.
2: No. Some, some smart ass comment. It
0: was a really condescending, <clears throat> condescending thing he said. and we'll, you look
2: it up, I want to know. <laughs> yeah.
1: But anyway, that is the last thing he said,
0: <laughs> and I mean she turns around and just offs him right there, yeah, best scene in the whole book because I mean, you know he set up Nahemia to die, he set up he i mean he set up the whole thing it, it's kind of crazy to even really think about
1: just sneaky, like honestly, if he hadn't admitted everything, I never would have suspected him. right, honestly.
0: And I can't, I still can't figure out why he admitted to it, and yeah, in that exact moment.
2: Yeah, yeah. So essentially, you know, she's ready to let him leave, whether she actually was going to or not. That's what I wonder. I wonder, I wonder that too. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 don't think, I don't think she was actually yeah. going to let him. But you know, he's he's saying, you know, thank you, this is great, thank you so much, and she's walking away paying attention to him. And he says, I knew you were a good woman. (laughs) And she just stops and turns around and she's like, no, I'm not. And then kills him. Yeah. And then she says, but Nehemia was. Cue the tears. Yeah. Sobbing.
0: And I mean, so that, that leads us into the end of the book. Uh, Kale... Convinces his dad to convince the king to send her to Wendelin. We get uh, the
1: to kill the king there. Yeah, to yeah. kill which those... is a huge task. Right, whole royal family. Yeah, insane.
0: And then we get um figuring out that Selena is the princess of Terrasan
2: Gosh, that that exit was just so upsetting too. I was just like. Hah they just kept staring at each other I, as the boat drifted away i hated it until it was nothing but a speck on the horizon
1: i'm i'm not i'm not ready to let the characters go i don't think that we will though because there's so much to learn about dorian and now his newfound magic so i think there's still going to be parts but i'm wondering how they're going to split that
2: yeah i don't know i'm real curious we can't be done with like, we're not done with Rifthold.
1: No, can't be. But so, Selena's had the secret the entire time, that she's the lost princess. Right. And up until now, no one has known that. I wonder if Nehemia suspected it.
0: Oh, Nehemia had to have Yeah. Known. And I'm sure, I'm sure Elena and Garrett. <laughs> Well, because I think that's why Nehemia
1: was pushing her so much to be so active in the movement. like, she's like, you're the key.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Which she is literally the key.
2: Well, and I... uh, It really could go either way, but I don't wonder if the king suspects. Because Mm. at one point in book one, at the very beginning, when he's talking to Dorian, he says something along the lines of... I wish I knew the exact phrasing, but something along the line of like witch's blood. Something like that. Yeah. And so I don't I don't wonder if he suspects something like that. Yeah. Maybe not exact, but something along yeah. the lines.
1: So. Well, on top of learning like this piece of information, we
2: also find out throughout the book
1: that there are three word marks that you need to open up a portal.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Word keys. Word keys. Word keys. The king for sure has one. We learned that. Hence why he was able to conquer the country so quickly. Yes. And so efficiently. And I think Mort said that he found it when he was in his 20s. Yeah. And then Selena suspects that he also has the second one. Mm-hmm. So now on top of going to Wendelin and trying to figure out how she's going to fake these, this family's death... She also is trying to find the third one so he doesn't have this insane amount of power that he already does.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, and and that's the other thing is, you know, we, we know he has these word keys. And I believe we figure out that he created the creature in the basement, right? Him and Duke Parrington. I don't remember exactly he, Yeah, how, they were but... essentially behind yeah. opening
1: that portal and right. giving Cain that access.
0: And then we figure out that he is uh, building an army of otherworldly creatures.
1: Yes. Well, and yeah. so when Selena finds Batman in the tunnels and we find that he has, it has, I shouldn't say he, it has a human heart.
0: It I might don't, be Batwoman.
1: Right. Right. Exactly, <laughs> and I don't think it, they ever say this to confirm, but are we assuming because you know Roland and Caltaine have these headaches and come from a specific bloodline that Caltaine even said herself she felt like she was brought to Rifthold for a specific reason? Are we assuming that? the king is using them as experiments to be part of his army and turning them into Batman.
0: No, oh, I, don't, I don't. I don't personally think so. think so. I think there's. So where are
2: the human hearts coming from?
0: Well, I'm. Where'd
2: Selena get all her body parts from? What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, when she was taken. <laughs> <laughs> like, she went to sick houses. There's obviously places you can get body right, But parts. they were already
1: dead. Well, yeah, those. But like the human heart was in his body.
2: Yeah. No, I was just saying, You, I'm sure they can find a human heart from somebody somewhere.
1: But it's a person, isn't it? Yeah. Right. So I'm saying, like, but it wasn't,
2: like, didn't look like a person.
0: It was humanoid. I mean...
2: I think it's a hybrid. Like, I don't think...
0: I th- I personally think he, he took a slave or whatever and brought it there and... She- and use the magic of the word key to change the anatomy of this person, mm. and I think that's what you're getting at too, right you're
1: right with like Roland and Caltaine being brought because they were from
0: but I don't think Roland and Caltaine have anything to do with it I think i you don't I think, think the th- fact I that I think she- they explain with Caltain that they're they're testing the powers of kind of like using the the word keys as uh, for mind control. And just seeing how far mm-hmm. they can push it. Mm-hmm. Don't they explain that at some point in the book? Do you guys remember that I at all?
2: That. Vaguely.
0: Um But I don't I don't know the goal with Roland. hmm And I can't figure it out. Oh, 'cause he yeah, 'cause he's
1: way up there in the court now, so
2: and it's one of those where I don't know where he stands either. I really don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like he was introduced and not made out to be a great guy but then he seems to be cool with dorian after a while but is that fake like we just really right. don't know where he stands
0: so uh let's let's kind of move on and we went a little longer on this one than we did the first episode
1: there's so much more to talk there,
0: is, there is there's a lot That's um, only book two I know. Yep. And the books just get bigger and bigger. <laughs> what are your guys's theory for book theories for book three?
2: I bet she's. I bet she's gonna find a slew of hidden magic. Okay, she's in going Wendland. back. She's going back to
1: like land of the fae. Yes. Like, that is one. That's of- where she's sent and. Granted, Kale didn't know that she was a lost princess before sending her there. Now she's going yes. right back to her roots. So, yeah, I'
2: pretty close. Yeah. Yep. So. Well, and Wendlin has been holding off on the king's, like, takeover advances for so long mm-hmm. now, too. So there's got to be something behind the scenes big brewing there. And I am excited to see what that's all about.
1: I'm excited to see where Dorian's story goes, because Nehemia was the one that knew he had the magic. Yeah. Without, you know, really saying like, "Hey, I know you have magic," but then offered to help him whenever he was ready. Well, that's not going to happen now, obviously. Right. So mm-hmm. he really doesn't have anyone to lean on for answers. So, and he can't tell his dad. Obviously, he's going to
2: literally kill him. I wonder if he will be visited more by Gavin or hmm, maybe or Elena at all or anything like that.
1: I don't know. There's a lot of ways this could go because yeah. now they're like completely
2: separate. Yep. Well, yeah. And, and all, all three of them. Yeah. Because Kale will be going back to. Yeah. Anyhow. Anyhow. Yeah.
1: So I, I'll be curious to see how the book is separated moving forward considering they're all in different settings mm-hmm. but these are not like book one like you said book one there was a solid plot point you kind of knew what was going on book two we were all over the place yeah
0: this i mean this one really opened the can of worms yeah to, like to I, said, the, I have a
1: million more questions about things the more yeah. political
0: climate of the world and all mm-hmm. of that so yeah it's gonna be interesting to see where where book three leads us, but I'm yeah. I'm super excited that I can finally start it.
3: No joke, I
0: can't wait to read it all tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: do we uh book ratings? What are you thinking? Yeah, uh,
0: what are, what are you thinking, Amanda? You want to start? No, you no. start.
2: You can start this time, Sky, because last time you gave book one a two point two, a two
0: point two, and I I mean out I'll out stick five. by
2: it. I stand
3: by it. Yeah. I do.
0: Um, I like this book a lot. I. It was well written. It did have its moments where it was a little slow. Um, I'm going to jump this one up to a 3.75. I enjoyed it that much. That's
2: a big jump.
0: That is a big jump, and, and don't get me wrong. Like I said, I I did enjoy Throne of Glass. It just it was, it was a little slow for me, yeah. and this one just picked up and
1: especially compared to this one. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah. definitely.
3: Yeah.
0: Jess, hmm. I think I'm gonna go with a four point
2: one because I did enjoy this there was a lot more going on everything was a lot more flushed out than book one and I know I'm doing my rating like comparatively and also like proactively thinking about the rest of the series in how much it can improve so I'm gonna go with 4.1 it's improved but there's more room for improvement too I'm super excited to see where it goes
1: I'm gonna go three point nine. I liked it more than the first one. Like you said, a lot more detail. I like as much as I love the romance stuff, I really liked part two where it was tying all these weird occurrences together. Still have a lot of questions. So yes. like you said, like it I expect series like this, especially when they're this long, to gradually get better. So I'm going to say 3.9. Sweet.
0: Awesome. Highly recommend. Well, everybody, that is our uh, recap of Crown of Midnight and kind of our thoughts on it. Um, Thank you for listening to A Court of Books and Booze. Yet again, I'm sitting here drinking Yingling. I think the girls are still drinking their Amaretto (laughs) Sours. So...
2: I believe next episode will be
0: Ooh, that's a good question. Uh will
2: next episode be Air of Fire? Mhm. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Book 3.
0: All right. Thanks for for catching me on that. So, uh we are starting book 3 of the Throne of Glass series Air of Fire. So, Sarah J. Moss. Sarah J. Moss. Yes, pick it up, read it,
2: read along with us.
0: Yeah,
1: because we none of us have started this one yet, as of right now.
0: Well, I mean, by the time these all come out, we will we'll probably be the, the series way, series way past the series. But <laughs> we will be glad to have conversations with anybody. Um, I'm still working on social media setup. That should be up way before these episodes are released, so, um, and if you feel like supporting our podcast or any of the other family Golden Mojo, however they say it, Golden Mojo Entertainment Network of Podcasts, go check them out, you can catch the call guys, the United States of Paranormal, Murd Nerds. Indiana Cheese fans and Golden Image Podcast on any of your favorite streaming services. So, go check them out. They deserve it. Crushed it. Crushed it.
2: Read with you next time. Bye-bye!